Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of the Top Rope Report here on TalkShoe.com, Google Podcast, Facebook Live, Spotify, and Anchor. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia, and joining me every week, as usual, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nugster, Greg. Greg, how's it going? Ooh. Are you okay? Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're uh, four days away from WrestleMania. So we're going to be getting into some more WrestleMania news tonight. Uh, we're one day fresh off of WrestleMania Raw. Um, yeah, so... Uh, Yep. And I only correct you to make fun of them calling it WrestleMania Raw. I, I can give a shit. Just like I, I will never call it a premium live It's a pay per view. Right. It's just, yep. it brings it in my head. Exactly. Because you know? it's been pay per views for so long. Right. So, but um, I know you said that you watched uh, the UConn game last night, but you did see Monday Night Raw. What'd you think? I DVR Monday Night Raw every Monday, so I was able to see it from beginning to end. Okay. What'd you think? I mean, there was nothing special about this Monday Night Raw over past Monday Night Raw. I know. And it was the go-home show. I debated with you as to why you were so looking Yeah, I mean, there was just some things that I thought were going to be really good about the show, and it turned out not to be. And it was just another bad Monday Night Raw, even even for a go home show like you know, like they've had. They've had pretty bad go home shows. Yes. Yes, it was. For a go-home show, it was, eh, for a regular Monday Night Raw show, it was okay. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. With, um, yeah, especially with, uh, you know, WrestleMania looming around the corner, you figured it would have been a, you know, oh, my God, that was an amazing show, but it didn't happen that way. So... Yep. I know. Absolutely. Very often, it needs to be on people, and they just don't translate. Nothing. I just, DJ had called me. I sent him a message, told him we're doing the show right now. So, yeah, but you're right. I mean, there was just nothing exciting about the show, and it's been that way for the last couple of I can't say the last couple of weeks. It's been that way for the last couple of months. So, okay. I mean, if you want to get started going into some of the matches, I'll even start off first. Yeah, the opening segment with Brock Lesnar. That stunk. That was just totally horrible. Obviously, one of the one of the worst 
um, beginning promos I've seen Brock Lesnar do in a while since he's won the title. Um, it's a thing where I think it, you know, I, and I've gone on record before as saying I think the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match would have a lot more meaning on Sunday. I mean, don't get me wrong, it should be a great match. It's going to close out the show on Sunday, it's going to close out the entire WrestleMania. But I think it would be a lot better if there was a little bit of physicality between the two of them and it just didn't happen. I mean, sure, we still got Friday night to go and you never know what will happen on WrestleMania SmackDown. But I, I didn't really like the promo in the beginning of the show at all. I gave it a D minus. Right. Um, that, that's laughable. But, I mean, the match was 
you know, okay, but there was one instance where there was a DDT on the floor, which should have, you know, led to you know, at least a near fall or back in the ring, but it, it led to a high five and a commercial break. Yep. I, I gave this match a D plus. Okay. John Best Jr. sends us the question that says, prediction for Sunday night's main event, Roman or Brock? Uh, we'll get into that uh, afterwards, John, when we do our WrestleMania show, uh, our WrestleMania uh, recap, uh, recap, our WrestleMania talk. Why not? Why? Why? Why not just answer now? Oh, okay, yeah. We can, all right. We'll answer it now while while he's uh, still out there listening and everything. Uh. Prediction. I don't think there's any way Roman Reigns loses this match. Right, I agree. I I totally agree with you. Um, I have a little thing in the back of my head that say he may not win, but he won't lose. Yep. I I still think so in my mind until I can change my mind before our um, prediction show. As I still think it's going to be a no contest where both. <laughs> Show. It doesn't matter. You can change your mind five minutes into the match. It won't matter. Right. You can change your match when you can change your mind whenever you want. Yep. Our official favorite prediction show is when right. pick his final right. for the show. Yep. I, I think it's going to be a, a no contest and both guys are going to hold the titles because I just can't see just having one title and both guys will still have their titles. I think at yeah. the end of the night. John, John Stensier, he's, he's, you know, same thought here because Vince is in love with Brock. Tell you though, right now, he, he, I, I think he loves Roman Reigns even more. Oh, yeah. Roman Reigns wouldn't be, you know, the champion going on close to 600 days. Yep. Roman Reigns is money right now. Right now, he is, he is top dog. Um, oh, he meant. Okay, he said he meant Roman. Too. Yep, it's all good, John. But yeah, getting back to the um, Rey Mysterio match, uh, I didn't think I, I I thought it started out okay. Um, you know, one of the things is you don't take the mask mask off a of luchador. That is the cardinal sin, because a luchador doesn't just put that mask on and wear it just for the sake of wearing it. You have to earn it. As a luchador. Right, they made that comment. Yep. Right. And uh, I think there might be some uh, consequences and repercussions with with uh, Miz and Logan Paul because Logan Paul just stood there and watched Miz get bounced around like a pinball machine or like a pinball and didn't jump in to help him. But... Um, Well, yeah, that's true, but you could have made some kind of movement towards the ring or something. But yeah, I get I gave the match a C minus. Um, after that they showed the uh, video of Seth Rollins going to WWE headquarters. Um I mean do we do we really need to nah. grade anything on it or just kind of mentioning it that Vince McMahon uh, Mr. told Seth Rollins, all he do was come to him. And then I go to his daughter, Pony, uh, and he said he was giving him a match at WrestleMania. Yep. 
And then when Seth Seth Rollins asked who it was going to be against, he said, "You'll find out at WrestleMania." So, yep. I think ninety percent of the people out there are going to assume and, and quote unquote know that it's going to be Cody Rhodes. Right. Yep, I totally agree, a hundred percent on that. But and um. I was just I was just clearing something off my phone. saw handicap match I said oh man I said here they go they're going to put Otis against the popcorn vendor and the, the pretzel guy it's going to be two two bums but then when I saw the Viking Raiders it was like oh this could be a good one because the Viking Raiders are a tough tag team they're two tough guys and then I turned to grab a soda and blinked my eye and the match was over it's like what the hell did I miss it actually happened that quickly. And um, I only because the match didn't last very long. And, you know, there I'm really getting tired of seeing this. I mean, yeah, he's in he, he's looking like he's indestructible and everything. And um, he's been handling himself pretty well. So I think his wrestling skills are, you know, getting a little bit better. He just basically just powers his way through matches, but I I gave I gave the whole the whole segment a D. You didn't talk about the whole segment. No, I'm just I, I gave that that part a D. Um, but then the segment, yeah, but then the segment afterwards, Bobby Lashley came out. I was surprised. You know, we talked. We didn't think he was going to be on last night. And as I'm, as I see him coming out, it's like, hmm, he has shoulder surgery. Where's the scar? You don't see one. It was on his right, it was on his right shoulder. And you, you'll see one. If you notice, his left <clears> shoulder <throat> had all the veins and everything in it, where this one was crystal clear, except for one line across the shoulder. Oh, um, okay. And for a minute there, Omos was handling him pretty well, pushing him around, and you know, and then lastly was just getting madder and madder, and they finally just collided and you know knocked Omos on his ass, which was the first time he's been knocked down since he since he came into the WWE. I'm looking forward to this match at WrestleMania because I want to see how Omos handles you know somebody with the experience and the strength of Bobby Lashley. So I gave that segment a C plus. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yep, C plus. Um, I 
Coast Dome. Um, I know we spoke briefly earlier this afternoon in our in our production show um, meeting that we have, and it he went down to a clothesline and then you know hit the canvas. So for a moment, I I, I was thinking maybe he was legitimately hurt. Know, maybe whiplash or something, but the delay from Ivar getting over there and everything, the, the referee didn't come out of the ring to go down and check on him. He just let him crawl around on the floor a little bit. Then Ivar goes to get into the ring after the match, <laughs> he gets a heel kick or back spin kick from Omos, and he goes down and rolls to the exact same point. That Eric is, it was ridiculous, it was stupid. It should have been against the popcorn vendor and soda jerk and then the Viking Raiders because they they might as well just send Viking Raiders on their way. Let them go because you're not doing anything with them. Right. It, it's a disrespect as to what you're doing with them. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think he, they should have beaten Omos? No. Do I think he should have more than a 38-second match? Absolutely. Yep. The ending set with Bobby Lashley. You know, the whole thing with the guy coming out to interview him and, you know, who do you think? And, you know, he just was, <laughs> Yeah, okay. All right. That was a pretty good impression. comes out. Um, now, if this, the only thing about this is that this is going to turn Bobby Lashley face and he's not going to be paired with MVP, he's going to go to what Roman Reigns calls the islands of irrelevancy because he'll be irrelevant because he's not good on the mic. Right. That was the main issue that I had before. Him teaming up with MVP was the best thing for Bobby Lashley when he came back to the roster. Yep. His going face is going to lose his, you know, compadre in MVP. He's done. He's done. He might as well lose to Omos at WrestleMania. Right. Um, I, I gave the whole thing, including the thing with Bobby Lashley. I'll give it a generous C minus. Okay. Raphael says your prediction on Will Smith versus Chris Rock in the ring. <laughs> that would be the Saturday night main event next year. Yeah. Yep. Wouldn't surprise me. So. Then they had a backstage segment with Reggie and Dina, then Tazawa and Tamina. Um, don't worry, I get to go first on this thing. Um, Thanks for tuning in, Scott.
Scott says, "When do you think demolition will be in the Hall of Fame? As soon as the as soon as the concussion lawsuit ends, they'll be in the Hall of Fame." Well, it depends on how the lawsuit comes out. Right. If McMahon winds up head, if McMahon loses the lawsuit, um, which I think when we looked it up last, the the, the lawsuit was pretty much dead, and it, there wasn't anything. Going on, the, the one court refused to hear the appeal, and they have to file another appeal. So, yep. I, I don't know. I don't know what court is gonna overdo the appeal at the Supreme Court tonight to hear. I, I don't know what level of court is gonna do that, but yep, you're welcome, Raphael. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, yes, there is, Scott. There's been one going on for quite a while now, but um, getting back to that's backstage segment. Oh my God. I had to die laughing just to see Tamina and Akira Tozawa together. It's just totally so funny to see both of them together. Um, yeah, our truth made the whole thing. That was, that was the best part of it. I definitely gave it a, a, a D for dumb as well. T- totally agree on that one. I was even at a loss for words. I was even at a loss for words with that. I mean, not word for word, but same generalization. Um, he says he's going to make it personal. I really don't, I really didn't like the promo because, you know, Brock didn't come out. They weren't face to face. Um, I understand that Brock said that he, he was told he could have no contact with, with Roman unless provoked. You know, if the two of them get together and the, and the Usos are out there, somebody's getting provoked. Um, but it's just, I don't know. I mean, Roman does a good promo. Roman right now is the face of the company. He is so, so far over with the fans. It's just, I just don't, like we said, I just don't see him losing. I didn't really think the promo was that great. I had to give the promo a D. Really? Yep. Some cheers, some booze, more booze and cheers, some cheers, and the 
bathrooms, and then goes into his shit. That's no different than a bully always coming out and saying that, you know, you know we're here in Rockville, North Carolina, just to get a cheap pop from the crowd. Yep. Or Roman Reigns, or sorry, The Rock coming out and always doing, you know, the, the same. Just, it, 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 it's only old until the audience grows boring of it. As long as the crowd is still into it and cheering and not and booing as loud as they do, it, it, it's going to go on. Um, him starting to show a little frustration. This and that, I mean, I, it wasn't his normal A promo. No, but it was at least a B. It, it was probably one of the, and I'll say it, only two segments of the entire show that weren't, that were higher than a C. Um, and this, to me, was one of them. Okay. Then after that, we had the little backstage thing with uh, Zelina and Carmella talking, blah, 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 and then Shayna and Natalia, blah, blah, blah. And then we got into the eight men, eight women. And that's a four and four tag. Expectations of the match being good, yes. Was it? No. Um, I made a comment to trivia for anybody that wants to go back, especially to the interview segment with um, Carmella, Selena, and Shana, and Natalia. Just look at Natalia's face right around here. Where like a normal man would have a goatee. I swear to God, she looks like she could have starred in the play of the game. And shows. She just is doing something funky with her face, whether it's injections in the lips to whatever. You're not that old. You don't need new cosmetic alterations to your face. Right. Uh, you've already probably done it to your boobs, so maybe just try to do it to your face so your face matches your boobs. I don't know. Um, the match, once again, was very quick, very rushed. Um, at one point in time, Queen Zelina was attempting a pin, and Shana took her off, and it, it just, the whole thing was just a mess. Um, I, I gave it a D plus. Okay. Um, I agree. I had I had big expectations for this match. Um, you know, you got some really great talented women wrestlers in there. I'm expecting a really uh, a, a really good show because there's been some times where we have said that some of the women's matches were the best matches on the show sometimes, and they were. Sometimes that they're doing a good job with, but this match here, same result. Same. Never have I stated anything with the tag division be out. Maybe one, maybe this one last time on, on Friday SmackDown, but other than that, no, oh. tag, tag matches have been horrible for months. Oh, maybe it was me that said I thought it was the best match of the night, but not this one. Um, no, no, Friday, yes, I agree with yeah. Friday, but not usually. You said usually the oh. best matches I worded it wrong. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, same, same result, same pinfall, same person getting the pin, Rhea Ripley pinning Zelina Vega. I don't see Zelina and Carmella retaining the title at WrestleMania. Who do I think is going to win it? Well, that's, that's another story. That's going to be left for the prediction show on Thursday because I'm still up in the air on who do I think, who I think is going to take the women's title, but I 
I gave the the entire thing um, C minus to a D. <coughs> it started out as a pretty good match i expected to see pat mcafee but um that didn't happen um it just seems that every time whether it's the ic title or whether it's the tag team title or the u.s title whenever the title's not being defended the champion gets pinned um which is in this case as well because austin theory pinned ricochet um that kind of gives Austin Theory a little bit of momentum going into WrestleMania against Pat McAfee. I think um, I, th- I think the match was okay. I mean, it wasn't a great match. I don't think it was the best match of the night. Um, I gave the match a C minus. Right. Um, or even typically go home show. So you do know matches really be long matches. Um, but this one was, it, it, there were a couple of decent moves. I mean, the standing, um, whatchamacallit, um, shooting star press, I think it was, was okay. Um, but everything else about it, I mean, if you're going to say okay, Mm-hmm. I, I mean, this was the only other that I can 
remember the only other segment or portion. Not, well, no, I would say not the only one, but this I also gave a promo level of a B. Okay, I definitely agree. Um, Kevin Owens, once again, I thought did another great job with his promo. Um, you know, calling out Austin, putting Austin on the spot. You know, calling him Steve because he's not stone cold anymore. But I don't know. If he wants to have a match, if it turns into a match, I I don't think it's going to turn out very well for Kevin Owens. I mean, even though Stone Cold hasn't wrestled in 19 years, he's he hasn't been sitting around uh, eating jelly beans and drinking beer. I'm sure he's always working out and, you know, whatever whatever needs to get done. I thought it, I prob- I thought this was probably the best thing that happened to WrestleMania Raw last night. I gave it a B as well. Oh, okay. Then we got into another handicap match. It was Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. I think, uh, I think there's going to be an issue between Corbin and Madcap Moss because it just seems, you know, Corbin's always, you know, talking about wanting to get, wanting, wanting to get um, Drew McIntyre and wants to get in the ring. He gets in the ring one time, and then uh, Madcap Moss gets in, takes the brunt of it, gets the shit beat out of him, gets claymored. And then after the match was over, that's when Baron Corbin came in, did his work, stole the sword. I First time I can recall seeing two handicap matches on the same show, uh, I I didn't think it was I didn't think it was great. I mean, I would have rather have seen a one-on-one match than a two-on-one match. And uh, I gave it a D. Yeah, um, that's a very generous. Great. Um, my own thing, like, once again, yes, it's it reminds me of how you talk about Roman Reigns. Um, you know, when Brock Lesnar's not around. Roman Reigns is, you know, talking tough, but when Brock Lesnar's there, Roman Reigns is running. It, it's just the opposite. Baron Corbin, you know, before the bell and after the bell, he's Mr. Tough Guy, and he'll take out Drew McIntyre, but in between the start and the end of the match, he's afraid of him and runs. Um, which is exactly what happened in this match, and I'm not going to go too much into the match, um, but I, I gave it a D-. minus. I, I, the other part of it that's confusing is... Why am I getting a match between Drew and then both Happy and Madcap to lead to just a match between Drew and Happy at WrestleMania? Right. It should have been the other way around. Yep. It should have been Drew against just Happy with Madcap getting involved and then Drew saying, you know what, you want to keep sticking your nose in my business. Why don't we add you to the match at WrestleMania and do the handicap match then? Right. Then I think the handicap match would have actually had some meaning. Right. Yeah. Um, well, Bianca looked like she, uh, 
got over her injury pretty quick. Um, she's kind of getting to, she was making some good points, getting right to the point with her and uh, Becky Lynch, how this has gone on since SummerSlam and, you know, it's got to end at WrestleMania and she's going to take Becky's title. And this is one of the matches I think that I'm going to be looking forward to seeing at WrestleMania. Um, I didn't know where Becky Lynch first came from when I saw it, but then I saw the replay and realized she came from out from underneath the ring. Um, hey, independent wrestler Danny Justice is watching. Danny, thanks for joining in. Um, I think this match is going to be a, a good match at WrestleMania. I really, I really do. Um, as far as the promo goes and everything else with the, with the ending and everything, I gave it a C. And what 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 gave it the C for me was the physicality, the physical altercation between the two of them. I just didn't want Becky to come out and, you know, talk and say, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, have Bianca, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then, you know, Becky take her ball and go home and go back to the dressing room and leave it at that. No, there was some physicality. She gave her two KODs, knocked her out. Started cutting her hair, which was like, whoa, what the hell's she doing there? And Becky was pissed. I mean, she was really pissed. So I think that added more fuel to the fire for this match. So I'm defi- I definitely gave it a C, and I'm looking forward to this match at WrestleMania. Makes me 
themselves second guess my thoughts on this match. Yep. Um, very, very deeply because you know me. My old adage that that was very successful for for a while is go over on the show, you go under on the pay per view. Yep. So now we'll, we'll have to see. Now, Danny Justice is watching. He is a former independent wrestler. Eventually, one of these times, I'm going to contact him and, uh, you know, see if he'd like to come on the show and talk about his indie wrestling career. So, uh, Danny, if that's something you're interested in, you know, message me on Facebook. You, you know, we're friends, so, you know, give me a message. And also, I'm working on a uh, another a, a, a returning guest coming on to the um Top rope report pretty soon. Probably it's going to be after WrestleMania because once we get WrestleMania season uh, over and done with, we're going to start, uh, you know, bringing on some more some more guest event hopefully. And uh, but I will say that to say this, it has something to do with that guest. That's his famous quote. I will say that to say this. So we. Uh, We've been in, I've, I was in contact with uh, the Guardian of Chaos today, Big Daddy, and told him I'd like to, you know, get him back on the show and talk to him about what's been going on since the last time he's been on the Top Rope Report. So stay tuned for that. Okay. Um, then we have the match, the champion versus champion tag team match, uh, where title was not on the line. It was Usos versus RK Bro. Um, and, and as you're looking at this, I'm looking at the clock. It, it was like 10:30, and I'm like, "Well, this match is coming on now, and, and they still have the Street Profits against the Alpha Academy advertised for tonight." And they even mentioned it earlier. I'm like, "Well," I, I, at that point, I was like, "You know what? I almost didn't even want to watch because." going to see him with 22 minutes left and you know at least one or two more commercials and entrances and stuff where we can see five minute matches right it just seemed like it was going to be a waste but as it turned out um rick boots started out you know introducing <coughs> one half himself and one half of the future smackdown tag team champions not going to move Whatever. Um, I can never go as high as he does. And they were ringside. And it, if you notice when they took a shot at the two of them ringside, Corey Graves, once again, I mean, he was just way off in the corner of the barricade, nowhere near the announcer's table. And I don't know if he was doing that purposely, maybe. He did agree with the four-man move, and that was his way of trying to keep trivia from yawning. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, his way of, of protesting that he was there, or if he was just doing that to be funny. Um, but RK Bro took on the Usos, and it was a very good match. Um, what you would expect out of the two, two of the top tag teams in all of um, WWE, if not professional wrestling, it, it clearly to me show, is showing how much happier um, Randy Orton is with being in this in this specific tag team, being a champion. 
just like Brock Lesnar, just looks like he's really, really enjoying himself now. Um, the match itself would, would have been probably a BB plus. But then towards the end of the match, things start to break down. The Street Profits come out. This happens, that happens. We got the double RK bro. And then after they're celebrating, they set them both up for another set of RK bros or RK, RKOs. Market grow, um, and that to me made it for the best part of the show. What happened to the Alpha Academy? Don't know. Maybe segments and things that happened earlier in the show ran long, so they realized they couldn't do both matches. And I mean, all of the well, three other tag teams involved, not including not more McBoobs. Yeah, Alpha Academy would be the one on the short end of the stick, unfortunately. Yep. Um, and I gave it a straight up beat. Okay. Uh, totally agree. I agree with everything you said. Um, could we have seen a heel turn by the pro- by the Street Profits after uh, after last night? I mean, you well, know. It the- kind of looked like that a couple weeks ago when they confronted. You know, or anywhere at all. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was a, a really good match. Definitely a B grade I would give it. Randy Orton is like you said, you know, he's he's just, you know, this is probably the best part, best time he's had in his career since he's, you know, since he's been in the business. It's nice to see him, you know, actually at happy and trusting a tag team partner. Riddle, I'm starting to like Matt Riddle more and more each time I see him, and you know. Right. Tiny man. Right, and he's right. Yeah, and Riddle's Riddle's a strong guy. Yeah. So um, yeah, I gave the segment. A, I gave the whole thing a B. Wasn't there uh wasn't there a backstage thing with Edge and AJ Styles? Oh, that wasn't on my thing here at all. Oh, okay. I, was, yeah. I mean you wanna I totally forgot about it, but go ahead if you wanna mention it. I mean I just thought that, you know, I mean Edge I like the dark the dark side of Edge now. I mean it's I really don't think he's gonna win the match. I mean, it's gonna be gonna be a good match. Probably going to be one of the best ones I've seen at WrestleMania in a while. AJ Styles is definitely, uh, I mean, Edge definitely opened AJ Styles' eyes. You know, he said, well, you want the Bulldog, you'll get the Bulldog and more. Um, Edge takes the ring off, puts it on the scale. I'm, I didn't really understand what that was all about. But um, well, I, that, that shows that the scales have been ticked. In his favor. And I thought it was I thought it was a good promo on both parts. I gave it a B. Okay, well, considering I totally forgot about it, I can't rate it that high. Um, okay. I mean, I mean, Edge's promos are Edge's promos. They're, they're never going to be bad. Um, has he done better promos? Yes. Um, him mentioning that, you know, he didn't really, you know, he had a decision to make as to if he was going to, you know, cause 
Seth Rollins to lose or AJ Styles to lose. Because if you were to take on Seth Rollins, he would have just beat him down like he did the year before. Um, that was okay. Um, and then, you know, AJ Styles just did a normal, well, you would see a normal retort in, in a promotion. Nothing great stuck out from either one of them. For me, so I'm, I'm just going to give it a C as an average. Alrighty. And uh, that is our WrestleMania Raw recap. Um, overall, I gave it a, a C to a C minus overall. The whole card. Um, so before we get into WrestleMania, we have our segment in the show now that we go to. It's called Nuggies News. So, Greg, take it away. Right. Um, one thing is, is, as we know, on WrestleMania SmackDown, there's going to be a triple threat match for the Intercontinental title. Um, Angel, Roberto, and Ricochet will all be in the ring. But then there's going to be um, Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Now, it lists, it shows in the first picture, there's 16 people. <laughs> There's a 17 person attitude. But these are the 17 competitors um, advertised to be in a match. Um, Commander Aziz, Apollo, Cedric Alexander, Shelton Benjamin, Finn Balor, Jinder Mahal, um, Matt Cat Moss, my sword, sorry, Greg, same for a second, Drew Gulak. Eric and Ivar, Shanky, Robert Rude, Reggie, R Truth, Damian Priest, and Tazawa. So now, of those 17 people, there's nothing to say that they're not going to add anybody else. So, um, these are just a few names of people that you could look at to winning. Uh, this year's Andre Giant Battle Royal. Um, the first name of the list is an 18th member being Omos. I don't think they're going to put him on Friday Night SmackDown to go on the Andre Giant Battle Royal to then turn around and fight Bobby Lashley. Right. So I'm going to 86 that one. Right. Um, so from there, give me your opinion on as to whether, because some of these are ones <laughs> Excuse me. Yep. So, your chance of, you know, if they're not already in, their chance of actually being in, and then their chance of winning. Okay. Um, first one, Fear Mahan. His chances of winning, if he was in it. Well, he's not advertised to be in it. Right. So, first of all, if you think that he would be something they would add to it at the last minute, and then his chance to win. Uh, do I think he'd be somebody they'd add to it at the last minute? No. Okay. Abel Stevenson. Um, will they... Oh, by the way, just back-to-back years named College Wrestler of the Year. Yep. Uh, do I think that they will put him in there? Yeah. 
His chances of what his chances of winning? His chances of winning. Seventy-five percent, eighty percent. Mm, no, I don't see them putting him in. Okay. And then the last one, um, and they're saying this should be this person's official um, entrance to the main roster, Tommaso Ciampa. Um, I see them adding him, and chances of winning it maybe 60%. 55 to 60%. I mean, there's not a lot to go on, so. Well, right, right. But, I mean, I'm just switching to my other website. Yep. So, Andre the Giant Battle Royal is always something I've looked forward to, uh, to watching. Okay. Um, a little, a little, um, I'm actually going to go to this other 
website that I have, articles, bookmark on. I don't think there's anything that I wanted to mention of anything. Oh, one last thing. How can I forget? Um, obviously, last year, Paul Heyman, um, he was employed by Roman Reigns, and then he was employed by Brock Lesnar, and then he was fired, and he had nobody. Um, it was at that point he was actually in negotiations with WWE on renewing his contract very, very quietly. Um, has re-signed a, a then he re-signed a very lucrative long-term deal to remain with WWE. Now, a typical deal with WWE is three years. Long term typically means close to five years. So, for those of you wondering what Paul Heyman may be doing with WWE over the next, say, now four and a half years, is he going to be the Tribal Chiefs representative or is he going to, you know, eventually move on and help raise somebody else to that top level? We will get to find out sometime over the next five years. Right. Absolutely. All right. Congratulations to WWE on keeping Paul Heyman. I think he's a very vital part of Monday Night Raw. Yes. I wouldn't mind seeing him, uh, you know, when all the smoke clears, I wouldn't mind seeing him uh, standing alongside Gable Stevenson. That would be that would be interesting. Right. And coming off of, you know, the Olympics and then winning the gold medal and being a two-time collegiate, you know, Olympian, or not Olympian, you know, um, winner, uh, you know, all of college and being a wrestler of the year back-to-back, I don't know if that's something WWE would bring in as a heel. True. I mean, they could. Right. They very well could, but mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know. So let's... um. Go over a little bit more of WrestleMania. I mean, I know during all of our shows, we we talk about WrestleMania. We try not to sound repetitious, um, but you know, there's. We actually have stuff to talk about that has been added this time. All righty, so let's uh, let's get into what's been added and talk about that. We are four nights away from the most stupendous WrestleMania ever.
mid to late afternoon on Sunday. So as of 5 o'clock, you know, we were talking to WrestleMania. This match was not on the card. So sometime between then and yesterday, when I looked, it was added to the card. And that is a tag team match of the New Day, King Butch and Kofi Kingston, versus James and Richard with Butch in their corner. And then obviously we know after they announced it in Vince, Vince Kenny McMahon's office, Seth freaking Rollins. Excuse me. Um, a wrestler that Mr. McMahon will announce on the night of the event. So now there's seven mat- matches and a segment on night one. Okay. Night two, um, we had uh, coming into this weekend as well. Uh, we had the Fatal Four Tag Team Match for the Women's Title, um, Queen Selena and Carmella defending against Sasha and Naomi, and Rhea with Liv and Natalya with Shayna. We had anything goes match between Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, Triple Threat Tag Match for the Raw Tag Titles, RK Bro versus Free Profits versus the Alpha Academy, Edge versus AJ, and then winner takes all match to unify the WWE Championship and WWE Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Added to night two, Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Okay. So that makes seven matches for each night. Now, what's the one thing when I went through all those matches that may stick out to you? I was just about to ask you, do you think the, let's just say WrestleMania is going to end at 11. I'm just throwing that number out there, 11 o'clock. What what do you think time-wise they would give for Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, do you think they're looking to have a long match or... is going to stick out for me. Yeah, you just said, which match do I think is going to stick out? every title should be defended i think you know missing the intercontinental title missing the u.s title 
I just don't think it's right. I think when you have a pay-per-view, the mag uh, premium live event, uh, the with the magnitude of WrestleMania, you need to have all your champions on the show. Mario Savaldi tuning in. Thank you. I just think that you know it's it's I can't say disrespectful, but I think it's um, a disgrace not to have. Um, Finn Balor. Well, we know he's in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, but I just think it's a disgrace not to have him and Ricochet. But that's not WrestleMania. I don't care what you call WrestleMania SmackDown. That's not WrestleMania. Right. I just think that they. You're not an AT&T Stadium. You're not at WrestleMania. Right. I just think they should have all the titles on WrestleMania. going to be scratching your head going what the, that's going to just get cobwebs right so now getting back to the ricochet thing um like you said they they don't have them on the card because they really don't have a serious a, a person that could give him a serious match um for the for the title um you don't think people would like to see uh, Ricochet versus Sheamus? Ricochet versus... Sheamus is already in the tag team match. Oh, okay. Well, this was before he got added into the tag team match. I know this one's going to sound way out of left field, way off the chart. <sighs> Ricochet Drew McIntyre. On the rest oh of yeah, the that's true too. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's nobody for him. Um,
there, maybe with Butch or maybe a Sheamus. Right. Um, or even Rich Holland. You can something come out of that that could lead to an IC title, yep. you know, view. Yeah. Uh, come up with a good storyline out of that. It's against a, a tag team. Yep. It just... I'm just curious as to see who they're going to put on the pre-show both nights. Are they going to add something for the pre-show, or are they going to take an existing match and put it on the pre-show? Unfortunately, if I look at night one, um, I think you have it. All right, I'll give you... Well, I mean, obviously we know they're not going to do... Um, Bianca, Becky, Charlotte versus Ronda, or Seth Rickin Rollins aren't going to be on the pre-show. Right. So that gives, that leaves you with the Mysterios versus the Miz and Logan Paul. I think with the Miz and Logan Paul's you know, uh, national notoriety and then Rey Mysterio, I don't think they would put that on a pre-show. Drew versus Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss, I think Drew McIntyre has too much star power to be put on a pre-show match. Mm-hmm. That leaves you the two tag team matches. The Usos versus Nakamura and Boots, and then the New Day versus Sheamus and Rich Holland. Okay. Now, see, this is where I get confused, because I thought the first night for WrestleMania was Knoxville and Sami Zayn. They're on Sunday, right? Yeah, they're on Sunday. Okay. Yeah, so I was going to say, if they were on Saturday, I, I think they that should be on the pre-show. But no, once again, the national drawing star power that Johnny Knoxville has, I don't see WWE putting in as much into this to put that match on a pre-show. That's the same thing with Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee's got himself a big-time show. You know, you gotta put you gotta put him on the main card so that you know his star power can keep going. So I mean, Lashley Omos, I mean the women's fatal four tag team match. I mean Chris Chris Rock, Will Smith. I mean Naomi Sasha being in it. I just I don't know. I mean, I wish they would put one match from the seven matches. Onto the pre-show each time. Yep. Because I got a feeling it's going to be like an 8 to an 11 30-ish show. And in order to get all seven matches and the KO show on the first night, you're going to have some awfully quick matches. Yep. Same thing the second night. If they're going to give, say, 30 minutes, quote-unquote 30 minutes, to Brock and Roman, the other six matches are going to have three hours. Right. So you're looking at some pretty quick matches. Because you know they're going to have to go through the five-minute video montage or the three-minute video montage for the build-up to every match. Yep. And then they're going to have their stupid in-show commercials that they have. That's going to take up, you know, half an hour to 45 minutes. Yep. And then they'll have the salute to the Hall of Famers whatever night that's going to be on, and that's going to take 15 minutes. So that leaves you two hours for six matches. Right. That's 20 minutes a match from entry 
it didn't seem like very good planning. forward to seeing what WWE is going to do, who they're going to put on the pre-show. Um, I mean, I have a feeling one of those nights we might see a 24-7 match on the pre-show. I mean, because Dana, I mean, even though Reggie is in the Battle Royal, he's really not involved. He'll just be, you know, ringside or whatever. But I just, I just think we might possibly see a 24-7 um, something with that on one of the pre-show on one of the, the nights for WrestleMania. So, and that's an even bigger slap in the face to Ricochet and Finn Balor. Yep. And even though Ricochet and Finn, yeah, that's right, it's not WrestleMania. That's right. They're on Friday night. They're not on. Nothing to do with that. I I wouldn't be surprised if they, I mean, I would be surprised, honestly, if they put one of those on the pre-show because it hasn't been mentioned, you know, they're sitting there, oh, God, we don't even have them on the main card. You know, let's do something. So hopefully they'll figure something out and give us something to actually watch and enjoy on the pre-show before all the talking and everything else goes on. So. Well, no, they always do the talking first. Yeah. They never do a, a match before. I would have thought that they would have done something on a pre-show for Saturday, definitely, with it being broadcast live on USA Network. Right. I think the USA Network would want them to have that time there, but I just, I mean, unless you're going to tell me the New Day versus Sheamus to Rich Holland, the last one in, first one out, is going to be a pre-show match, then I, I don't know what else they're going to do. Right. Well, we'll just have to see what WWE is going to do for the, this WrestleMania weekend, the most stupendous WrestleMania coming up Saturday and Sunday night. Um, definitely want to check it out. So anything, anything else you want to add, Greg, before we close up? Anything you else want to add? Mr. Trivia is very sleepy. You can see it in his eyes mm-hmm. right now. Definitely. So thanks to everybody for tuning in. Thank you all for your comments. Uh, so on behalf of the Nugster Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying thank you very much and we'll catch you for WrestleMania weekend.